Hey, how y'all doing? This episode of the Adam Sandbox is brought to you by Dr. Steve Buscemi's Miracle Ointment Paste. It's, you can, anything you want it to be. It's a lip balm. It's a shaving cream. It's a decapitated head reattachment glue. You can, like, come on, you can leave it out in the sun and dry it out. That'll be a top-notch quality foot powder. That's Dr. Steve Buscemi's Miracle Ointment Paste. Pick it up at Dr. Steve Buscemi's a mercantile and outlet store. And as we always say, come on now, you... Fellas, <laughs> I just shit the badness out of me. Hello and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, the show where we pull out our verbal six-shooters to take down the big bad boys who steal from the poor defenseless dipshits who pay to see these kinds of movies. This week, we watched the 2015 smash hit with a whopping 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, the rootinest, tootinest shit pile this side of the Mississippi. That's right, we got balls deep in the ridiculous six. I'm Chris, and I can play the piano with my dick. I'm Luke, I'm a hillbilly with three nipples, gall dang. I'm Oliver. I considered that as well. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Morgan. I can hold my breath real good. <laughs> good shit. You're hey? the least interesting one. <laughs> so, so which of us wear? So you're Luke Will. You're um, Luke Wilson. Luke yeah. Wilson. I'm Hurley from Lost. <laughs> I'm uh, Tell Tell and Chris is Terry Crews. <laughs> okay, as always, you are definitely uh, as you would presume. not the winner in it this one. It fucking <laughs> blew my mind that that was Hurley from Lost. Right? Did, you guys, did you guys all figure it out when he cleaned up and went to the poking? No, I no, looked. I, I looked it up because yeah. I was just genuinely curious, and then I didn't recognize his name, and then I was like, "Oh, Hurley from Lost," yeah. and the Weezer album cover. Yeah. Do you I know? Thought it was, I thought it was Ron Funches for a while. You know, he looks black in that first scene, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and he then, looks black, and then he cleaned up and went to the poking. And I'm like, "Oh, it's Hurley." I'm glad that that wasn't just me that thought he was black in that first scene because <laughs> I was, I was like, "Oh, this is weird you, that I thought that." Do you know what blew my mind about that is? George Garcia is a Hispanic American actor, like he, he's like Hispanic roots. Yeah. Why did not he play the Mexican character? <laughs> very because good question. Rob Schneider is a better Mexican than all the Mexicans. Like my note when he first came on was just like, why? Like, I just why did they not get an actual Mexican or at least Hispanic actor? Like, okay, but, why didn't they get? Rob actual- Schneider could have played a non. Mexican character. I don't know. We, we watch, but we watch Ridiculous the, Six, guys. We already said that. He, does Did he we? have yeah. the subtle oh. touch to, like, conjure that di- black diarrhea shit out of the back of a burrow, <laughs> Oh, though? that was very unnecessary. Ugh. I did not... I didn't like that at all. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> he was... black. No, yeah, I know. It was like coke. I thought it was oil the first time. Yeah. Like, why is he that oil? shitting oil? <laughs> yeah, and, like- and there were some jokes in this movie that I genuinely laughed at. But it was not that. It was no. man. The, the main stuff that I liked was uh, white people jokes, like when they all start dancing at <laughs> that first scene, and yeah. it's just like, what huh. are the, what are the two things that they say that white people do? I can't remember what they were, but they uh, were pretty I'm gonna point. play with my chest and hair eat potato and eat chips. Potato chips. <laughs> and to be fair, I I do play with my chest hair and eat potato yeah. chips. That, so that, yeah, that, they're Indian, not wrong. That Indian doing an impression of a white guy is pretty funny. <laughs> Classic white guy stuff. <laughs> hey guys, uh, this time just in order to speed things along, I uh, got a plot synopsis off the. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. 
A white man, Tommy, raised by Indians, is approached by his long-lost father who tells him he needs $50,000 or he'll die at the hands of his former gang. The father, that is, will die, not Tommy. Tommy goes on an incredible and ridiculous journey, picking up his five other new brothers on the way in a race to save their dad. Now, yep, Tommy, correct. or by his Native American name, uh, White Knife. White Knife. Um, because get this, he's white. And a knife enthusiast. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so frankly, it's, um, it's got layers. Frankly, I think another an alternate title for this movie oh, could be uh, "Mighty Whitey." I don't know if you guys are familiar Ooh, with the Mighty trope, good. the Mighty Whitey trope. Uh, yeah. If you're looking for an example, read any Phantom comic ever. Yeah. Um, it's basically where a white dude is taught in the ways of a of a different culture and immediately becomes the best at it out uh, of everyone. Great Wall, that movie that came out recently it's, where a white a, dude saves China. Oh, are, I, that movie's la- actually pretty different to that, but that's a separate conversation. But, but there, <laughs> the, the, the Last Samurai with the Tom Cruise movie is, is a mighty white yes. kind of... Like, there are, there are many examples. It's a very... It was particularly prevalent, uh, you know, like, not so much recently as it used to be, yeah. uh, back when the popular consensus was, uh, nah, if they're not white, they're just savages, because that was an approach that a lot of people took, so clearly a white person would be better at everything. It, uh, it, the fact it, that it's still happening in a movie made so recently is not surprising, but a little bit upsetting. It's yeah, just, it's like it's a so- combo of the white saviour and uh, the magical negro, for <laughs> yes. lack of a better term. It's like switching that around. Well, this would have been white saviour if not for the fact that he's not saving... No, Native yeah, it, yes. but it's, it's basically the white thing, but then the, the whole magical Negro thing, where it's like, oh, they've got like they've got this amazing powers. It's like, yes, and so he, and by being white and gaining those powers, he becomes even better than the, than everyone else. It's such a double headed sort of view, though. It's like those foreigners, they're magic and can do anything, but also fuck them. But and also, we white are be- people are better at everything, but we need to go there for yeah, training. This, like, this- hey, these uh, these people can give us superpowers, apparently, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, full, but I, we're better than them. <laughs> I think my first note was, oh, great, it's another Adam Sandler's basically superhuman movie. They really yeah, get right into it immediately as well. superpowers like, straight away and then never used again, well, even the, when they're uh, like super speed. They like, saw, yeah, yeah, that particular he, bit. He, he's, got, he's very, very nimble. And he uses oh, his yeah. knives and his nimbleness well. Yeah, but he never exhibits the the kinds of powers that he does in that first Or, you scene. know, no. turns into a tumbleweed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, while, no. while spouting some, I'm going to say, fairly racist, just general approximations yeah. of what he thinks Indian pe- uh, well, Native look, American okay. people there's sound a lot like. Of, there's a lot of look, racial I shit think, in this movie. I think, like, putting aside... The, Adam Sandler in this movie is basically, like... It's one of those movies where it's like, no conflict arises out of like you never have. There's no sense of like, oh no, what's going to happen? Oh, because no. he is always fully like, just he can do. Or everything. there's numerous scenes in this movie where someone's like, oh no, what's going to happen? And then someone just goes, oh, we could just do this though. And then the bad guys go, oh okay, and then they leave. <laughs> like that happens a couple <laughs> now, of times. The uh, it, but <sighs> there's also okay. People may be aware. There were issues at the like controversy at the time with uh, Native American actors like walking off set of this movie because they felt that it was offensive. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, what a surprise! Um, <laughs> but have you heard Adam Sandler's response to that? I have not. He basically defended it, saying, "No, this movie's really pro Native American. Like, look, I, I don't, I didn't read that much into it because I was just like, oh, fuck off, dude." Um, yeah, it's really pro the version of Native Americans we've made up for the movie. <laughs> but <laughs> man, I don't. It just yeah. You can't you can't see a pro Native American when it feels like he's done almost like it, it doesn't seem representative of of genuine Native Americans. So it's like it, at that point it is just that's another form of racism if you're just like we just we don't care enough to actually have it be accurate. Yeah, uh, Adam well, Sandler. Um, 
several actors were approached by Adam Sandler to speak about the controversy at the rap party, and according to the actor, those who left raised legitimate issues, but it was, quote, the wrong battlefield. Literally, my first note for this movie is there is a fine line between historical accuracy and blatant racism, and I don't think this movie gives a shit about historical yeah, accuracy. Yeah, well, it is the same thing about, like, so okay. So, it really doesn't, they like, keep, that line is pretty clear. Like, this movie is maybe, uh, in Django, they keep saying the end. That's N-word what I mean. Is that, is that they are, like, I'm talking about, like, when those white guys show up and they're like, you injured, or it's like, okay, people will maybe like that. Yeah. So, that's historically accurate. This is accurate. not the movie for it, I don't think. No. If it's fun, don't say Injun. I mean, basically, it, it, like it literally do, it to... starts out. It literally has. It doesn't it say like no engines allowed and like no rate. I don't like, it just. Yeah, I don't think that's the biggest problem though. Like I think stuff like that yeah. is like, like all right, fine, because they're shitty white people. But like then I don't know. It's just you got to accept like the that this movie is like a parody of like Blazing Saddles and or yeah, yeah, other yeah, yeah. actual westerns. But Blazing and, like, Saddles is funny. Yeah, Blazing Saddles is funny. Very funny. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, it's intended to be a play on The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Um, which is a great movie that I think got, re- yeah, got remade recently, right? Yeah. With, with Chris Pratt. Because I remember seeing the trailer. Right? I don't no. know much about the I new don't know one. That, I don't know that I don't either. came out. I think the yeah. remake um, apparently wasn't terrible, but I was just like, oh, the first the original's really good, though. Mm. Like, I just, I don't know that it's a... I wasn't and then the prequel, The Ridiculous Six, is just garbage. Yeah, and the sequel, The Hateful Eight, is 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 really quite violent. It's interesting. I I, it's that, a good movie. That 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 whole franchise went in a strange direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really taking <laughs> some turns. Um, so guys, we need to. I think we need to talk about the people who are in this movie. It's quite. It's quite a star. Well, yeah. So we did movie. touch on the I fact that I will say, if we're talking about the ridiculous, well, the six. titular ridiculous six are Adam Sandler, Terry Crews, George Garcia, Taylor Lautner, Rob Schneider, and Luke Wilson. Shit, I found shit, them. Did you guys as, know Terry Crews is black? <laughs> As half a, black. Half I'm, black. Gl- I'm glad he told me. And as, half muscular, too. As, like, a Western sort of posse, I found that to be actually quite fun. I thought stuff was quite... Nu- like was, the that, song that they sung fun. around the campfire, I did quite enjoy, <laughs> especially when it funny. got real sad and they were, like, still trying to sing the song. Also, I kind of did like Luke Wilson's character just because of how stupid it was. Like, there was nothing to it, and then it was they dumped, like, his well, character on you all at once. So, <laughs> I was just like, this is insane. Yeah. So I'm going to go through... I just want to talk about some of the people, because there you are got, some like, great... the most backstory with yeah. the whole, like, president. Yeah. He just... He kept, like... He was just... But he, it was, was, like, he was perennially, like, he was just nothing. Thing, there was nothing about him, and then he was like, "This is what I have all at once within like thirty seconds." <laughs> so uh, they have like there's a there's a g- rival. Well, there's a gang that they're trying to get to the, get the, the left, left eye gang. gang. Yeah, yeah, this eye movie gang. opens with some real CGI. So it's it's consisting of it's Will Forte, uh, <laughs> it's fucking Nick, Nick Swardson, uh, it's that pretty nephew, pretty boy nephew that uh, Jared, Jared Taylor, Jared Taylor, uh, fucking Huel from Breaking Bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> I don't um, know who that is. You don't. You don't know Huel. 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 Huel uh, left the, on a couch. Lavelle Crawford. He big, big, big security dude who works for uh, Saul. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a long time since I've watched. He's Bad, he's so. the large black man in the Left Eye Gang. Then sure. there's a new the, member. Oh, the one that's scared of everything. That there was also, another one. That I was also that... like, is that maybe Ron Funch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that might be right. Then Steve's arm. No, joins. they do look similar though. Uh, I don't know that they do. They husky black men. As soon as he spoke, there's no way you could have thought that was Ron Funch. Because Ron Funch is very distinct. Yeah, Oliver, yeah, yeah. they don't look the same just because they're big boys. So, so think, Steve, all, think all fat people look the same. Steve's Classic on, Oliver. Steve's on joins the gang. Now, the scene where he joins the gang, okay, <laughs> the specific him gouging Fuck. out his eye was very unsettling. The dialogue beforehand, given that I'm like, there's no way any of these guys actually remove their eyes, yeah. which is what is revealed later. Yeah. 
the dialogue where they're trying to tell him and he's like, well, can I not? Because he's kind of like, he has a really bung eye. Like, he's, he's, his <laughs> left it's, eye is like a bung eye and his right eye is good. It's what I was referring to when I said CGI. Yeah, before. and they're like, you've got it. Nobody got laughed at it. Guys, laugh at my joke. And they're like, oh. you've got to scoop out, you know, you've got to scoop out your good eye, basically. And he's like, oh, could I not? And that exchange, I really, uh, because yeah, it is really like people who are quite funny, like Will Forte and stuff, like just having that back and forth. Yeah, it's Will like, Forte has nothing to do in this movie and he's maybe the funniest person Will involved. Forte is fantastic. I. Well, Forte's great him. in everything he yes. does, though. Yeah, yeah. He just like the, he he he's like a character actor in this movie. Like, give him something funny to say. So, just I want to touch on the, some of the other people in this. Uh, so, Frank Stockburn, the the father of the the six brothers, uh, is played by Nick Nolte. He's played by Nick Nolte. Yes, who? <laughs> Nick Nolte. Who, he has the most insane well, voice. Yeah, ever. because that's the yeah. thing. It seems like oh, he's doing a voice. He's not. Oh yeah, no. So <laughs> Nick, I, we've talked I, about I, this before because I've he not, was I've not seen the gorilla that, and zookeeper. But, well, I've not seen. An excessive amount of Nick Nolte movies, but I have, I've maybe, before I'd seen a few of the movies, I'd listened to a lot of podcasts where people were doing impressions of Nick Nolte, and I thought maybe they're a little bit over the top. They are so spot on. He has the <laughs> car- most cartoon voice ever. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Um, he, yeah, he's su- like, su- <laughs> shocking literally no one. Uh, it turns out that he was a bad guy. But that, that, he, it, it's a convenient when that happens as well, because that was you talked about it before. It happens at a point where I was like, is there going to be any appreciable conflict in this movie? Like, that that was literally a scene where, um, so he's they're about to have conflict because he doesn't have the $50,000 or whatever, and then he's like, oh, here's $50,000, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll leave then. Uh, but then, they get, um, <laughs> then he's they, like, we've got another $50,000. But, but then they bring conflict back because uh, Adam kills um, kills their leader. So they're like, oh, we're going to kill you. And then he goes, oh, no, but now you've just got more money to share around. And they're like, oh, cool. And then they leave. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, Danny Trejo really was like, Danny, Danny Trejo, okay, yeah, it's an example of he's just like, there's, Adam Sandler's character has no flaws. Like, it's just, he can do anything. He can just- but but that's literally like, it's like they were writing the scene on the set and they were like, oh shit, we've got to like, we've got to really figure out how to not have like an expensive scene. We've got to fire guns and like shoot at each other and do all this <laughs> stuff. Like, oh yeah, that, like, we'll just do it this way. <laughs> like, we've run out of money. <laughs> but then it feels like 10, se- 10 seconds later, Adam's like, hey, here's another check. And they're like, oh shit, uh, run yeah. it back in. Man, Danny Trader loves being in movies. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys... He uh, can rock a grill, by the way. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I mean, you guys in this room are, maybe the listeners aren't. um, But Danny Trejo, like, he he basically... If you ask him to be in your movie Mm. and he is available, he will do it. Including student films. He loves being in student films. No, he loves movies. And and I respect that. He appreciates the craft of acting. He's great. Yeah, no, because he's come from, like, a reasonably... um, tumultuous life and he just I mean, he really he enjoyed was like a full-on gangster yeah, kind of he dude. just really enjoys the life that he has now and being able to put his life into acting which is lovely and he really loves enormous pleated dickies <laughs> yeah he's another one of those people where it's like i don't like it's like there's a couple of them in the last movie where it's just like this wasn't a great movie but i don't begrudge you for being in this you're having a fun time you're having a great time yeah i think and so yeah he he doesn't have a lot to do really so the, like so- he's in it briefly a couple of scenes but so the other people hang on in this movie Harvey Keitel yep. uh, plays a bar owner that cuts off people's thumbs when they try and yep. steal his gold nugget. That's a whole thing. And then doing a great job. Uh, John Lovitz uh, is in it as I don't know exactly what his the guy who runs the card game. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Actually, he may be an actual historical figure. I don't know. I have a th- before we move on from Harvey Keitel. I have yep. a theory about him that I've just now thought of. In terms of the way that he plays the character. I reckon that he dies in this and then he becomes the, the devil. devil in Little Nicky. <laughs> it's very similar. Um, Very similar. A little bit, yeah. David the Spade. The timeline of that doesn't work out, I think, but there's also a few uh, other anachronistic yes. things in this film that we might well, talk about later. David Spade plays General Custer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's some- Are we going to talk we about go- Mark Twain? Uh, I was going to say, my favourite cameo genuinely was Vanilla Ice, Ice as Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. 
I loved it. I it didn't. I didn't care so, for it. I, liked I loved it, good. it so much. The vanilla ice thing. I like when I think back on it. I'm like, that is silly and fun. But when I was watching it, I was just like, it, it was late and I wanted to go to bed. And I was like, oh, I don't care for <laughs> no, this. It's pretty good. No, I loved it. Also, <laughs> the bit where they look at the binoculars and they're getting them all to rap. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was so. It's so, real. When Terry it was Cruz so is dumb. But old school piano music is like, and he's just like gangster rap dancing. No, I, I. Like, it was so dumb, but I love it. I also, it. Uh, Blake, Shelton Blake Shelton is, a, like, a country music dude. He's pretty... F- uh, he was we, white we, we, did We've discussed that recently, right? That, like, apparently they're friends, him and Adam Sandler. I feel like that came maybe. up. Maybe. I well, that remember. came up. Is this the first time he's been in a film? I don't... I, maybe. I don't know. I know Think Blake Shelton was, hosted was... SNL not that long ago, and yeah. I was like, oh, he, he's actually pretty funny. He's like, pretty he's cool good. guy. He is good. Makes um, sense for him to be in, like, a cowboy movie as well, because he's all that cowboy country singer. Uh, Steve Buscemi, as we mentioned, is in this as a doctor with his cure-all sort of... Disgusting Stop. man. He's a disgusting yeah. man. <laughs> Chris Parnell is a bank manager. Uh, yep. Yeah, Chris Parnell. Also, yeah, I'd good. like to just talk a little bit Get about John Turturro's uh, cameo. John Turturro. Because John Turturro. That was a whole scene. That was that in the movie. I actually. That was no, like, I really, okay. No, I loved it. I liked it because but... he was playing Abner Doubleday, yeah. who is historically incorrectly often credited with inventing baseball. Yeah. Uh, he's a real historical figure. Oh, that's why he had a big A on his. Yes. He's a real historical figure. I got to say though. First of all, John Turturro is delightful. Did you just yeah, play with your chest hair, Luke? No, I just scratched. Classic I, white person. I scratched myself, all right? I, I didn't eat. All right. Yeah, a lightly yeah, all right. So, uh, John Turturro is delightful, I think. But also, uh, like, looking at it broadly, I really enjoy the concept of, like, this is why dumb rules in baseball exist, because he's no, just making it up as he goes actually along. Did I actually, wo- that concept of that joke, I really liked. That worked. It Like, it was so out of place in this film, though. Yeah, it, yeah like, it, it, like, was it was great. completely undercut by the fact that it didn't need to be there. And also, why were, why were there all these, like, Chinese people there? Sticky McSnickers. Was that ever I explained? I don't know. Who's to say? <laughs> it was just, like, but, like he was, and he was teaching a bunch of racist, like, 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 like Chinese people with the rice patty hats. Like, what the fuck is know, going dude. on? It's a hundred-minute movie, and... Full eight minutes of it were it, spent on, hey, isn't baseball weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty... Uh, According to did... my Netflix, this was a full two hours. Yeah. But that's like that's like a funny or die sketch. Yes. Yeah. Why is it in this movie? They, so they just yeah. put that in this movie. I would have appreciated okay, this movie being I that think, much shorter. Well, this is the thing. I think, um, and I am like sort of trying to like say, these are things that I thought were funny. This is a bad movie. This is not a good movie. It's not particularly fun because it goes for two hours and it just feels like it's a bit so much. Long. There are some gags in there that are not bad, but it is very long for what it is. Mm. Um, and, you know, I didn't have a great time watching. Like, it was fine. It's not certainly not the worst thing we've I watched. I had to pause it halfway through and just, like, hang out for a bit and do other things and then give it another go. Well, as, <laughs> like, I, yeah. as I said to you guys, uh, my housemate was watching uh, Glee in the other room and I could hear, she was watching the Whitney Houston episode of Glee and so I basically stopped watching this movie just to listen to some Whitney Houston songs. Uh, you wanted to listen to some bangers. <laughs> I specifically wanted to listen to some Whitney Houston bangers uh, being How Will I Know and, fuck, what was the other one I said? Uh... How will I know? And uh, I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. Because then uh, Emmett was like, why didn't you listen to uh, I Will Always Love You? I'm like, dude, good song. Not a banger, though. That's not. It's a very different vibe. Yeah, not not a banger. So, yeah, that's an update on what I did during this movie <laughs> instead of watching this movie. I was on my phone. Oh, I played Zelda also. I played. I, at one point, I started playing Zelda and I was like, oh, I'll just get all the amiibo bonuses for today. <laughs> and then I just kept playing it. See, I feel like this was, occasionally I'll be like, I feel like I can't just tune out and listen to this movie. Like, I feel like it's going to mm. visually have things that I should be paying attention to. No, nah, it was fine. <laughs> no, like, but what like about that time? I don't had... think I missed out on anything. What about that time Taylor got hung mi- and did, he didn't die? Did you miss out on, oh, 
You, if, if you weren't paying attention, you may have missed this, and I really want, I don't know when it's going to come up, and I want to make a point of mentioning it. This is, like, I feel like perfectly sums up the, just the vibe of the production values of this film. So when the guys are buried in the sand, right? You know that bit? Yes. Yep. There's a bunch of shitty, shitty-ass um, yep. CGI animals. There is a bit, when the lizard climbs in the guy's mouth, uh, he screams, and the guy's, the guy, like, it's so ADR'd, and the guy's just like, but it's going like, and it's like crazy. Yeah, it's just I didn't, like, I didn't notice it's that. like you can't film that again so that it works at all. Like it's just, dude, it's expensive oh. to bury people in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> what you think sand's just around in California? Yeah, you, you just go to a desert or something, you idiot. That you got to build a soundstage for it, fill it with sand. You got to use horses, and it's and it's got to be like two meters depth of sand so you can bury the person standing up. You got to do it legit, man. Sand doesn't look like sand on film. You got to use quinoa. That's oh. Quinoa or um, couscous. Couscous. You use couscous. Couscous. Yeah. But you got to make sure you use just plain couscous. If you use uh, like Ainsley Harriet's uh, Moroccan couscous mix that I am personally quite partial to, it's going to look kind of weird with all the carrot and stuff it's, in there. Yeah, it's going to look like there's a bunch of weird shit in there. Yeah. And you're looking at then you're looking at dirt. It's a whole different thing. It, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've just for I'm, dirt you got to use cocoa powder or Gravox <laughs> also works. I've always just found another note that was something we went past. Um, as an just as an, another good encapsulation of one of the themes in this. Um. Like, when he's talking about, like, how poorly it represents Native Americans. When he's talking about, like, when they're like, oh, I'm so hungry. Like, what can I eat around here? They say, like, he says nuts and berries. Then he says, like, also, like, bark and different kinds of mud. It's like, you can't look up the things that they eat. No, I think he was just making a joke. Yeah, but the joke was, like... Native American people eat mud. Yeah. yeah. That's the joke. If that's the joke, that's like, it, it, that can be a joke or that can be a thing that they genuinely wanted to do as it, like, it's yeah. all bad. It's you all know bad. Who, you know who does eat mud? Gwyneth Paltrow. Bunch of fucking mud eaters. Why don't they go eat some goddamn potato chips? Allegedly. Like a good white person. <laughs> Gwyneth hey, Paltrow definitely doesn't eat potato chips. No, so did you guys- uh, She would eat boring as shit potato did, chips. Guys, did like, you guys see- mud anyone. chips. Did you guys see her on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live recently? No. no. Um, he was trying to go through some of the shit that comes up in Goop, her uh, lifestyle magazine. I still magazine. can't believe oh, that. Insane, I, like, I oh, cannot yeah. believe that it's called Goop. Yeah, and uh, he was crazy. like, he was like, "What's earthing?" And earthing, for those who don't know, is the idea that Which you have to walk. You walk have to walk around on, barefoot on the dirt, like on the earth, to like regain earth energy and he was pressing her on like what the fuck are you talking about and she eventually bullshit she's talking about bullshit she eventually literally said oh i don't fucking know what we put on that website <laughs> and it was like oh yeah good oh okay good she yeah. holds up well under questioning that's 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 I mean, good it's it's nothing but like a money-making venture for her right like she's yeah, doing a, she's doing like is. a convention she, yeah it's, she is it's notoriously her... a crazy diet weirdo so it's her crystal skull vodka <laughs> <laughs> but if the Crystal Skull Vodka was methylated spirits. I just want to talk about goop. <laughs> and I don't even mean my website. I mean various viscous fluids. Hey, who doesn't love various viscous <laughs> fluids? Good band name. Yeah, VVV. Hey, guys. No. Various viscous fluids. There's a band name for you. Speaking of the portrayal of Native Americans in this, there's early on in the movie, they go to the... The village where he is, and he's the only white person there, despite the fact that there's a lot of white people being raised by this particular Indian yeah. village, which uh, brings me to something. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, Luke. Where does Jackie, Jackie Sandler, Sandler nips? nips? Jackie Sandler is in this movie playing character, a Native American character called Never Wears Bra. 
You just see her nipples. This is the first time I was like, I was like, I'm just like, oh yeah, Jackie Sandler, Jackie Sandler. She seems nice. Yeah. Oh no, she's married to Adam Sandler. She, yeah, she's probably not great. He pulled. She's probably. She's probably pretty racist as well. She's probably. She probably likes Adam Sandler. Pulled a total Kevin Smith and put his wife's nips in a movie. Yeah, yeah, fair. Which, for those of you Get who are it. unaware, uh, in Clerks Two, uh, the the woman that's supposed to be marrying uh, Dante. Dante is Jen uh, Is yeah, is is Kevin Smith's real life wife, yeah. and you see her nipples through her bra in much the same way as this. So it's like my immediate thought when this happened was like, oh, just like Kevin Smith did in that movie. That but was genuinely my first thought. But seriously, put her in a bra. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of white people playing Indians in that trial. Uh, Harry, May. Harry May from House Bunny um, playing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, oh, she's so ugly. It's like, I mean, she's not like, you know, stunningly, like traditionally good looking, but she's not ugly, I don't think. Like, yeah. How do you think she feels about, she's constantly cast as women that are like, they're not supposed to be like out and out ugly, but they're just like, they're a bit fucked. Like, yeah. to be fair, she does play the characters well, though. Like, yeah. She was Carrie Mae was she, great but in House Bunny. Like she is quite pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess she. I guess she just her character. Hey, she played a porn star a... in Bucky Larson, so like obviously yeah. she does get some range. I think she's just like her character. She's a bit like she plays like characters like like in, the, in a Kristen Wiig way where she'll play them in a in a gross kind yeah. of way that's not very ladylike. Like I've gone to onto a IMDb and everything, and she's a, a, a very attractive woman when she yeah. tries to be. But like when she's playing these characters, hmm. she like does that thing where you stick your head back, so you got a yeah. fucked looking chin. Well, she's, I guess, I guess... she's their go to kind of fucked looking female. Like you can make people look. Kind of fucked looking. You can make yeah. anybody. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing in 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 that first grown ups movie where there was the, the three daughters of um of David Spade. David Spade and no, they've three daughters of Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. No, Rob Schneider. David Spade. David Spade wants to get. Yeah. With yeah. So there's the two really attractive ones. And the one that's like, oh, she looks just like it's like she's. I mean, they've made her. They've just made her look less yeah. attractive. Like she's um she's not a bad looking person. It's just they've made her look like Rob Schneider, who yeah. is a, not a great looking as person. As you know. Can't cast actual ugly people in movies. There's, ugly people. There are no look ugly like people. In, there's no ugly people in Hollywood. Yeah, ugly people don't look like ugly people. No, on camera. I, and I <laughs> you say use hot people. I say that semi semi jokingly, but they're genuinely. If you're an ugly person, you're not just not going to make it in Hollywood. Like that's yeah, the way no, the industry works. Like there are people. It's got to be your thing. You can though. have a unique look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But genuinely ugly. What we're talking about. Those people just don't get roles. Yeah, basically. Because pe- the Hollywood would rather uh, make no. it... Make, are people we going to call Steve Buscemi genuinely uh, ugly? Or I, guess I think he's more... like no. I don't he's th- still got a look going for him. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I, pretty I think subjective it's genu- anyway. I think it's genuinely that unattractive women can't make it in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, unattractive that's true. dudes can do just fine. That's true. But also yeah. keep in mind that Steve Buscemi was working away for a long time before he got his, in, yeah, you know, in air quotes, is, break. Like yeah. he's, he's a bigger deal now than he was, but he was in movies for years and years yeah. and years just like chugging along... A lot of character work, like because he's uh, he was great. He's got a face for and character he's still work. Still making these. <laughs> I think he feels he owes it to. I think him, he maybe? has. I think he has fun sticking his like finger up a bro's ass and then in someone's mouth. Guys, did that? Did that? Did that donkey give uh, Taylor Lautner a blowjob? Yeah. Yep. Yes. But, but also the thing that we haven't really touched on Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah. well, I'd like to actually speaking of Taylor Lautner and also speaking of um, George Garcia's character. He at least licked there are points, his pee There are points with both of them where they write. Now, Taylor Lautner, that character cannot read and write. I no. will not accept that. <laughs> George Garcia's character can't speak, but he can write? Like, yeah. what? Is he, it... he can understand English and write it, but no, not so speak is it. So, is it just that he has some kind of, like, like serious speech impediment? Is that yeah, what it, we're his, supposed to assume? Because yeah. it just... Like, as it's stated, his mum drank a lot of their homemade whiskey, which in the Old West was... Mostly just different kinds yeah, of but, poison. But I don't think that would, like, make it so that he can't speak. That would, like, at least as in he's capable of speech, like, mentally, but not physically. This very much seemed like he mentally was incapable of speech. Um, 
probably for the same reason. Who's to say? That's fair. I, I don't think they're doctors. The Hurley boy wrote this movie. He's just a big pile of shit. He was with in a pen. it as well. Oh, I can't remember where, but I do remember that he was in it. An update on made this movie. Uh, it was directed by Frank Karachi, a little uh, amendment to a thing that I stated <laughs> earlier in the podcast. The Frank Karachi that Dad knows and has interacted with on Instagram is not the Frank Karachi that directs Adam Sandler. Okay, I don't, I don't know that story. I think okay, that may have been so what I wasn't in, here. You don't need to repeat it. I'm that sure That was an episode you went on. No, yeah. it was literally for a second there we thought that Dad had just interacted with, and it's it's not an interesting story, really, because it turned out it wasn't him. Well, maybe you shouldn't have corrected It was this. one of uh, his cosplay friends, though. Little cosplay Instagram friends. Named Dave Karachi. Frank Karachi. Frank Karachi. Yep. Um, <laughs> Looks very similar. Guys. Not as old and fat, though. Guys, you know when uh, Rob Schneider full-on uh, takes Harvey Keitel's head off his body mm-hmm. and his body just keeps shooting for a long time? Yeah. A really long time. Wow, nerve endings. They're going to just keep going for a little while until yeah, the Yeah, neurons keep firing. Why can't they? He's shooting his own head. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on it shows the prosthetic head and it's too big for a human yeah, head. They always are. They're always, the scale it's is a little so wrong. big. Like how they built like, that 1.8 sc- uh, scale. Yeah. David Hasselhoff for the Spongebob movie. It actually might be. It's one of my favourite movie stories is just like, yeah, for that scene where they surf on David Hasselhoff's back, they built a 1.8 scale David Hasselhoff. So, like, if David that Hasselhoff is six feet tall, that is maybe around 13 feet long. It's and that like, maybe still oh, yeah. exists somewhere. That, that exists just propped up in a warehouse. If I... <laughs> I sure as hell would With not that throw face. that away. You never know when you need a 1.8 scale David yeah. Hasselhoff. It's just like that and the ball from uh, Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Who was, was Have it? we ever talked about this? Hey, you really want My fascination with the ball. You really from- want to own the ball from the Hook? The ball from Hook, yeah. It's when the um when the little fat black boy <laughs> which I don't like that I don't like the way I said that. But that boy who's in the he lost rolls boy, in a ball. Yeah, and he has a power where he can roll and for a split moment it's a, a it's, prop ball that looks like looks him rolled into a kind ball. Of like and I really want to own that. <laughs> and I Because I wouldn't exist anymore, it'd just be if, CGI. The fact that like, someone had to make that and spend time crafting that if any listeners have the power fascinating to me to be able no, to get guys, all of guys, that. so that is the movie item rep like item that Oliver would like to own. My the movie item I would like to own is Rodney Dangerfield's wardrobe from Ca- uh, Caddyshack. You can only pick one item, Luke. Uh, a jacket, the jacket, the, you know yeah. the jacket, the very specific jacket from Caddyshack that Rodney Dangerfield wears. Guys, if you could own one piece of movie memorabilia, what would it be? Uh, uh, does it work like it does in the movie, or is it just a prop? It's just a just prop. A it's prop. much better if it's just a prop. Oliver doesn't actually. I want don't want that ball to turn back yeah. into the boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to own a hole. Oh, I'm not this movie. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. Thing that I want from a movie. Um. Morgan, go first. I don't know. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> well, maybe guys, maybe have a think about it. Our uh, listeners. And I, I, I do want it to be. I don't want it to be something like, oh, I want one of like the lightsabers from Star Wars. I want it to be obscure yes, and like a yes. little weird. No, it can't just. It, it, yeah, it can't be like. I, I, want, oh, a, I, I want, want a legit stormtrooper. I'm just uh, only I going want, to Star Wars, man. I love Star Wars. Oh, I want. I the, want the golden gun from James Bond. Man with the, oh, to be fair though, that's made from like a cigarette lighter and something silly. Like it would actually be pretty. Nah, funny. I figured yeah. it out. I want the room from the room. <laughs> I want the football that he passes around. I want the cane from Citizen Kane. <laughs> I want. I want. No, you should get the as in like as in you have a room in your house that is just the room. The room. room. No, do you know what not I, a replica of the also, room. Also, question: I'm get the room. Yeah. The room. The titular room for that movie. Which room is it? Referring? We actually had this conversation last night because we were talking about it. And we, I don't think we didn't come no, to a conclusion. Is right? it his bedroom? We don't know. 
Okay. Yeah. We don't know. Well, guys, two questions for you, audience. First of all, uh, what obscure piece of movie memorabilia would you like to own? Yeah. Uh, sec- with a faux hawk. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're done with that. Second question: uh, If you've seen, if you've not seen the room, uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, uh, go watch The Room. Yep. It's terrible, but it's enjoyable. It's like good. it's 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 more enjoyable than this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch that, and then let us know. Uh, which room is the titular room the from room. that movie? I also do have. I have a piece of uh, memorabilia I want from that. I want um the 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 husk of the human body that Tommy Wiseau like like exits out of when we see his true alien form. <laughs> I figured out what I want. So the body that has dem buns, yeah, dem I, tight buns. I figured out what memorabilia I want. I want the uh green screen ostrich suit from the zookeeper that that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the the just the green morph suit thing that makes you look like the, a, yeah, fuck. All right. The, 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 also, uh, Kevin's, Kevin's what is his name? Rides on. Uh, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Uh, also, uh, a good, another good answer for that movie is the gorilla costume. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nick Nolte, right? Yeah, well? he, vo- just he definitely head, wasn't just in the costume, but he voiced it. <laughs> I'd like to think that it was. There's no way he was in the costume. <laughs> you got any thoughts, Morgan? Oh, no. Should we maybe get back to talking about this stupid fucking movie? Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, I Okay, I wrote quite a lot of notes to begin with. And then I very quickly um, just stopped um, because I'm like, I think I'm across what this movie is about. Yeah. Uh, I do would say uh, the when they're talking about, uh, I think it was George Garcia's character's mum. Uh, I did. I, I thought that it was uh, Blake Shelton's description of her when they say that she's ugly. It sounds like a real bucket of turds. <laughs> and I thought that was a very amusing description. Uh, so I quite like that. Did you also like the bit where she's like, "Yeah, women poop babies." Yeah, when, when yeah. he asked him at the end, "They just can't poop them out." <laughs> In that voice, yeah, pretty it's, good. It's like, uh, but I did, yeah. I, I don't know the, the 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 twist again in air quotes because it wasn't uh, like yeah, no, what it, a shocking turn of events that it turns out. Uh, Papa was Badman. Like, I just that's, of a, a course twi- it was a twist Papa shouldn't come preach. at a point where it's like this movie actually doesn't have enough conflict and it necessitates a new one. Like that can't be the twist. It has to have already wrapped up in some sense, so it's not obvious. I also, I have a real. I have, okay, I have a question. Like when when he basically reveals he's a bad guy, and he's like he tries to pull like a you know a Darth Vader style. Well, Emperor style, like, join me. I love yeah. Star Wars too, man. It's yeah. so good. Like, a join me. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's in, it's in your blood. Like, you know, be a bank robber. He's like, no, it's not. It's like, wait, you've been robbing banks. That's how you got this money. Yeah. Like, they've been robbing. No, like, they're like, no, we're, we're not bad people. It's like, you motherfuckers just stole like $100,000. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to turn to a life of crime. You turn, already did. Turn. Like, they were doing it kind of Robin Hood style, but it's a crime is a crime. But also, like, I mean, if, Chris Parnell was a bit of a dickhead, but he like yeah. it was still just a bank. It but was like, just a if, bank, you've, yeah. if you've if you've if you've already no, made I think the I leap, owned that gold nugget fair and square, I assume. Yeah, and he uh, he cut off people's thumbs only because they kept trying to steal his gold nugget. <laughs> yeah, you know, eye for an eye. That's not really but <laughs> thumb for a thumb. <laughs> yeah, thumb for a thumb. Left eye gang. Like, but if you've already made the the leap to uh, we can do this, we're good, we're we're good guys because we're stealing from bad guys. What what what's stopping you continuing to steal from bad continue guys? Continue to do that, yeah, yeah. Like you can continue to be a criminal with him, but like convince the dad. It would have been nice if he. What are you looking at? Just, Luke is really intently no, inspecting Chris is, Chris's drink. Chris is drinking Maximus. I, uh, uh, okay, and what I need to describe is flavored protein milk. The phrase protein milk I find upsetting. Oh, it's badger boy. milk. Can I try this? Yeah, man. Yeah, that came out of an obscure animal. <laughs> Is it as thick as badger milk? Speaking Ooh, speaking of various viscous fluids. No, that's good. 40 grams of protein, baby. Get me some of that. I don't want to lose my train of thought. So, 
Yeah, talking about um, yeah, wouldn't it have been a more fulfilling ending if they somehow sort of brought like they brought their father over to their sort of good life of crime? Because it's the West, and it is a little bit anything goes. Return but like, and return of the Jedi. Style. You do it right, but it's also they never really explained the, the idea that the dad, the dad, so the dad planned them, expecting that they were going to go out and get the money for. I him? mean, I think is that I think what at the very meant? least, at the very least. He had observed what Adam Sandler's character was capable of because he's basically a superhuman. But he's like really counting on a lot of things that he. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree, but I do think that I think his plan didn't extend to him finding five siblings and yeah. doing it together. I think it was no. just he. I think you could, if you like, looked at that first scene of what Adam Sandler's character could do. If you said, "Do you reckon that guy could probably scrounge up fifty grand?" Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's still a real stretch. Oh, I agree. I it's agree. A this big, movie big stretch. Look, like, it, this movie has issues. Let's yes. not beat around the bush here. It's got a lot of issues. But it's also like he, his reasoning was like, oh, whenever we go into towns, we get arrested. Now it's like maybe, maybe quit. Like you can't do much else. Ma- ma- maybe stay in a mountain, have people go into town for you, yeah, and give them a cut. Yeah, think what of it any in, any other way. Like you thought of the craziest, craziest plan. But that's the other the thing about that in it being a cowboy movie and having a crazy plot like that is like. I feel like when you make these movies, you need to, like, plot-wise, you just, just, there's an insane amount of cowboy tropes. Just go simple and then build jokes from around there. Like, they always, when they do these weird parodies like the Adam Sandler ones, they just go too, too dense with the plot. Like, just pick something that is, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, they say- Just do better, Hurley, boy. They say there are no, like, original ideas at this point, so maybe that is an issue, is it's, like, if you go, like, too simple, it's, it's been done. But that Having is, said that, everything in this movie has been done before, m- despite how complex it arguably like, is. Comedy, like satire parodies, are like they just have a pretty run-of-the-mill plot that is like that just mirrors what it. Well, I think movies it's. Are like. I think yeah, it's 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 sort of a, it's having kind of a unique take on that by twisting it in some way. This movie doesn't really do that at no. all. It's because it never you never you never come out of these movies feeling like you know what they were trying to do or say with it. They just made a movie oh, for a yeah. period of time also, and then released it. We haven't mentioned that this is the first Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it produced is. by Ted Sarandos because he he. <laughs> Signed like he signed. A, how many, do you know how many movies it was? I think maybe like six. It's or like something. a six like deal. We're, we're up to four now. Yeah. It's a real so, ridiculous six deal. Yeah. <laughs> so he signed a deal to make movies for Netflix, uh, which is what this is. Um, you'll be hearing more about the yep. other two that are presently released within the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and when more come out, we will be. There's another one coming in 2018 that I was made aware yeah, of. Yeah. So last night. we yep. will. I mean. You know, we, I guess we could flag it now as when we get up to date with these movies, which is very soon. Yeah. Um, we will probably have a bit of a wrap up debrief episode, and then we'll be entering, and then we'll go into a sort of hiatus. So yeah, we'll, we're going to hibernation. We'll be very so whenever much- whenever a movie is released, we will watch it and then do an. Episode I'm going to get inside my cryopod, and every time an Adam Sandler movie comes out, you guys can knock on the glass. I'm just picturing like you mean your no, no. bed because you never wake up. <laughs> no, there's yeah, a, um, there's a dude. There's, I got up promptly. My, my no, no, we go over. We go over. You know, there's 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 mist everywhere in the air from how cold it is. We push a button and the pod as, like raises up from the ground. The the doors open. More mist flows out. You open your eyes and say, "I haven't watched the movie yet." <laughs> <laughs> that is what me, I would do. You know, because I haven't watched the movie yet. And then we go, "Fine." You watch the movie and then you're like still sitting in your cryopod. To you be go, fair, I just gotta have a coffee first. To be fair. That's a solid excuse. I was cryogenically frozen. I couldn't watch we the movie. We would probably wake you up. You guys up. knew I was we doing it. We would probably it. wake you up to watch the movie and not record the podcast immediately. Yeah. It's like a- No, but we'd come in and instead of watching the movie, you would have just gone back into your crying yeah. I've like, I've said it for like a thousand years. Oh, we can't even get him out. I had a nap for another hundred years. <laughs>
Man, how long do we think these movies are going to take to come out? <laughs> Adam Sandler will never stop producing content. <laughs> I don't think so. He's going to be like, do you think, do you reckon he would be kept artificially alive if that becomes like available <laughs> soon? Because you're like, I got to keep making these movies. Well, I mean, we're forever. talking about like freezing them, freezing cryogenically. Is he going to pull a Walt Disney? Because, yeah. And he's going to be the. Did most Walt Disney do that? That's not that really happened, right? No. But I feel like people still think that it did. Yeah. I don't know, man. So we can outlive the Jews. <laughs> oh, God. But speaking of Adam Sandler, uh, we haven't really talked about because his performance in this movie, like, I di- I agree less with people's um idea that he's just phoning it in now, like, having watched all these movies. He's still more or less doing the same thing he's as he He's doing what did. he does. I- he just has bad ideas. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still doing it. But in this movie, he did kind of specifically choose a role where he could just be very stoic and monotonous, and he didn't really have to do that much. Oh, well, i got to say, the next two movies coming up as well, so The Do-Over and Sandy Wex are the next two Netflix movies. I was predicting going into this that this would be the one I enjoy the least out of those three because I think the other two sound at least kind of interesting to yeah. me personally. Um, now, whether that's the case, we'll see. I think Do-Over's got to be better than I that. enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. Honestly, I did. Uh, it still wasn't very good. I like the fact that it had some new, like, new people in it that haven't been in these any of these movies. Yeah, I'm keen so to far. see more Hurley from Lost and stuff. Yeah. I'm, look, Terry Crews I'd was li- in it, so I, I cannot Her- I wrote that. numerous times, I like Herm. When he does the joke, when he pretends to be the guy shooting, it was really that funny. That was really funny. It was like was my favourite part of the movie. That was really funny. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know that I have much more to say about this movie. Um, do you guys, I mean, is there anything you think that nope. we've, you know? Uh, yeah. Terry Crews claims to play the piano with his dick and then does play the piano with his dick yes. later on at the end. I don't doubt for a second that Terry Crews, the actor, <laughs> can play the piano with his dick. Terry Crews definitely has a very muscular penis. Terry Crews can do anything as far as I'm no, concerned. Well, there's, yeah, yeah. That, there's that scene where they see like that, like, what is it, what are they called? Like that something hog. Like that, that rock. Oh, which looks I do like want a, to talk about looks that. Looks like a dick. Oh uh, yeah. And the, they're all like, "That is a nice hog." Oh, yeah. And then Terry Crews just goes, eh, "It's okay." Because when <laughs> when they said "wild hog rock," I'm yeah, like, wild, "If yeah. that rock doesn't look like a sick motorbike, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad." And then I was like, "I guess a big dick is pretty cool too." <laughs> <laughs> I, Oliver Palmer, I guess a big dick is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Too. <laughs> um, I just I don't understand why Taylor Lautner did this movie. Why is it in any of these movies? No, I mean, he's but he's another person. He's having fun. He's another person. That, yeah, he's I is like he he's, he's also like he's having a ton of fun. Like he because he, he's not known for being a comedic actor, but he's he done, kind of is. But, now, but he's I think. yeah, but he's done a lot of comedy stuff and he just has like he has fun with it. And it's like he kind of doesn't need to be doing any of this stuff. Um, he could just be doing like Taylor Lautner Twilight type stuff. But he just and I, I think he's having fun from very different origins. But the, the way that he approaches these, I think it's very similar to I, I would I imagine is quite similar to. John Hamm, who, like, got famous for doing a dramatic role in Mad Men, loves comedy, yeah. does a lot of comedy stuff. I feel like Taylor Lautner just enjoys comedy and, like, likes being in it. Like, are we sure this isn't... Same with Steve Buscemi, really. Like, are we sure this isn't, like, the the male young Disney star equivalent of being a sexy singer who cuts their hair real short and does a Miley? Is that a Miley? Are you, are you saying a... Tyler did a... Ty- Taylor did a Miley. Tyler did a Miley. Tyler I feel like it was a Britney before it was a Miley. I mean, it's anything. And now it's a I mean, Zach, Zach Efron yeah. has been doing it in a very, like... Low key kind of way. Yeah, but he's been doing good comedy. <laughs> well, he's well been, that's debatable. I don't know that that's true. But what he does is he Better does comedy. He, he does oh, comedies. Yeah, probably he does comedies where he's still. Oh my god, heartthrob Zac Efron. Like, yeah. Nobody's looking at Taylor Lautner in this movie. Like, oh look okay. how hot Lil Pete is. No, to be yeah, to be fair, <laughs> he got I, three I look at I look at Zac Efron in Baywatch and go, 
fucking hell. Like, and like, and, and like, bad neighbors. Dude na- is like, like, no, but even bad like, neighbors is one thing. Yeah, but or he, neighbors but he's as still, it's still supposed to be hot. He may look fuck that hot, but I bet he don't got a strong neck like Taylor. No, but yeah, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet if you neck. hanged him, he'd fucking die. Dude, no, but, but yeah, Zach Efron, <laughs> Zac Efron in Baywatch is like, whoa, you've been juicing hard, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Hey, guys, so Walt, Walt Disney was frozen oh, after his dad. Is Disney on ice a pun? <laughs> I never really thought about it. I'm sure that joke's been made a lot. Yes, yeah. I guarantee people much funnier and smarter than we are have made that joke before. I like when we make jokes and then we're like, oh, someone else funny has probably made this. <laughs> yeah, because Don't laugh at us. definitely have. <laughs> it's nice that Luke saved the president in the end, which was just jumping in front of Adam. Yes, I did. You're welcome. Wait, no. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Luke Wilson. Pretend- I would, the current president, I don't know that I would. Okay. I don't think I would take do a you really wanna, Do you really is- want to say that? I do. Oh, I, yeah, no, I'm not saying I am not advocating that anyone should shoot Trump. I'm just saying if someone did, I would not jump in front of it. I actually, that is what I am saying. Now we're at this. There is something else I didn't want to talk about. I said before that there's some characters that are maybe anachronistic. I didn't have a chance to look into this. Does it make sense, the idea that, that, Coexisting- would, that there would be like a Wild West setting such as this with Mark Twain... General Custer and Abraham Lincoln. Does that check out? Uh, may I present to you the response? I'm going to bring back a response from last week's episode. Mm. I can, <laughs> Damn it, why I didn't can, anyone look into this? I can clarify. You're the that one that's you. calling it out. I yeah. know. I hope somebody else would do it, though. <laughs> the, wild, the Wild West, as we know it, was actually like around for a very long time. Yeah. Including Frontiers. Okay, but and then even when like well, presidents. Yeah, did those was, people coexist though? I'm it not, was the West to the East. This is very easy to figure process. out. It's set in nineteen uh, set in eighteen seventy five. When was Mark Twain and General Custer and Abe Lincoln alive? Someone do some Googling. Oh yeah, I'm doing it. I'm That'll doing be it. fun for the podcast. But yeah, I guess. Dude, I mean, shall like, I hang on, maybe while we look that up, I'll do some segments. Uh yeah. excuse me, Gen- a moment. George Armstrong Custer, December fifth, eighteen thirty nine to June twenty fifth, eighteen seventy six. Hey, so who? What, Mark Twain. Twain. Hey guys, do some talking while I do this. Hey guys, <laughs> Alan Covert wasn't in this movie, but he was one of the producers, and I yep. think he is for all of the Netflix movies. Um, yep. I, he, I think he appears in some, but he wasn't in this one. Um, so that's you know where he's at. He was pretty covert because he stayed behind the camera, and he was just. I only noticed that yeah, just at the titles at the end. This movie had also some pretty fun titles, but mainly just oh no, I think some of, fun cowboy titles. The, 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 the stuff it would say you know like the ridiculous six in now in four K, which is like a it's like yeah. I went first of all, it probably is in four K actually because you can get four K on Netflix, yeah. but it's like which is a little upsetting because of all the movies you can watch in four K. It's like there are plenty of movies out really there that I wish were, that I wish were in 4K. You really want to see the pause on that nipple? That was weird. That when it just you want to see that CGI, <laughs> like real up close. Um, Mark Twain. Uh, Mark Twain uh, died in 1910. So, so yeah, he was alive. He was quite old in this. Abraham Lincoln, born February 1809, uh, assassination 1865, which probably lines yeah, up with that. Fair yeah, enough. They, wow, did their, okay. they, they did their due diligence. I guess this does check out. Yeah. I, guess, I, I think you'd be surprised with what was still um, around when the yeah, Wild West. Yeah, with the West. Can you look up when... Yeah, when, I was trying to say before. It's like that slow process of the West to East, I guess, yeah. took a while. Um, can you look up uh, when uh, the Ridiculous Six carried out all their bank robberies and just see where, if that was 1875 if that, if that historically? Checks out, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to check the birth of Little Pete um, and the the, uh, the attempted hanging of Little Pete. Everyone knows about that yeah. happening. It's classic Wild West. And while folklore. you look that up... I'll, I'll uh, tough neck Pete. While you look yeah. that up... This movie did not pass the pixel <laughs> test. 
uh, it did have named uh, female characters, like Native Americans. What? Yeah, like one the of them's called name. Beaver Breath, and the other one's called for smoke- Smoking Fox. It's like that still is- a name. No, there's Smoking Fox, Beaver Breath, Never and wears Never Wears Bra. bra. Yeah, they movie- are the named yeah. females so they, in this they, movie. And, and, and <laughs> it's moving for short in past. They don't speak to each other about uh, anything. Like, they do speak to each other, but it's always about uh, White Knife. God. So, yeah. yeah. This is maybe one of the worst examples of that, like, all of those... All of those but names also, it's like, are fairly sexist. It's like 2015, 2016 when this movie's being made. Yeah, like 2015. 2015. Yeah, 2015. So it's like, fucking come on, man. I mean, it's a Wild West, though. It's a Wild West. Everybody yeah, there hated were no Wild, women there. Wild West. <laughs> you, know, you know how I mean, you parody something by doing exactly what it used to do? <laughs> yeah. There were no women there. At least it doesn't have someone like, I don't know, um, lassoing a hooker and pulling them down some stairs. Oh, what are you referring to, <laughs> um, Oliver? I don't know. I'm maybe referring to like a former guest has done repeatedly uh, in <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. That was a fucked thing to do. Respect women. <laughs> hey, Morgan. Uh, so did you find any results for the Ridiculous Six no. historically? Well, no. that's a bummer. <laughs> maybe they weren't as accurate as we would have liked. Uh, I think, but I think they've slightly changed it. They were known as the... Uh, fuck, what's a synonym oh, for Ridiculous? Big Six Six. <laughs> What? <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah, the ludicrous six. six. The ludicrous also, six. Could you actually just uh, Abner Doubleday? Was he? Because mm. he was also like. Who I mean, is that in the movie? He's the. John Why do you expect character. there to be like a hardcore historical accuracy? No, but this I is the thing, though. Like this actually does call out the fact that I said I don't think this movie gives a shit about historical accuracy. It, it kind like of does. Yeah. I mean, to, to a an, point. To, an extent. to a point. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, born really... eighteen nineteen, died eighteen ninety three. Okay. Hey? When did he uh, allegedly? You know, uh, invent baseball. D- did he wear a top with a big A on it? Uh, he wore a uh, a army officer union. Ge- he was union. A, union. in he was like a union one situation. I mean, that's all the pictures of him is yeah. wearing that. Uh, so it's all he ever wore. Look, I, I think yeah. that's probably enough. Yep. Into that. Uh, now perhaps we have some some facts about the. Movie. Hey, dickheads! You want some trivia? <laughs> what are you trying to say, Luke? <laughs> Dude, I'm really hungover. You know, just because you can off. keep saying words, you don't always Shut up. have to. Uh, he is widely remembered as the supposed inventor of the game baseball in Something's Field, Calpasto, Cooperstown, New York, 1839. 1839. Nope, that's wrong then, because this took movie took place years ago. Ah, 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 ah. We got you. We're the time cops. <laughs> Should have just kept it to a funny or die sketch. Hey, Chris, give me that trivia. Shut up, Luke. Hey everybody, welcome to Chewie's Trivia Shack by the Waterfall. Let's drink a bunch of fucking moonshine and fucking ugly woman who looks like a palatard. You could have done saloon. I don't want like, to drink any moonshine. I don't want a fucking lady who looks like a palatard. <laughs> Between four and over a hundred Native American actors walked off set in protest over uh, that- the way the movie portrayed the Apache culture. That is too broad. How could you... Oh, at, look, at least four, but as many as over a hundred. No, you have a way clearer. Like, that's definitely Adam Sandler's gone, it was four. People who are incensed might have gone, it was over a hundred. It's like, yeah, all of this, all of these people are like so mad about this movie they've walked off. We're not going like, to keep any record. Don't get me wrong. It. Don't get me wrong. If over a hundred of them, and, and I don't know that there were over a hundred Native American, actual Native Americans in, in this, this movie. movie. There are a lot of white people pretending to be Native Americans. Yeah. But even if over a hundred Native Americans did walk out, look, they're justified in doing it. But you have a more, someone has a better number than that. I have like, a oh, number. Oh, we don't know. We're sorry they were offended. I have a better yeah, number. Sorry you got offended. Guys, Chris <laughs> has a better number. There was a 
uh, Native American publication that was like a newspaper that was stating the number of over 100. And uh, then everyone on set was like, no, it was four. Yep. It was four. It was, yep. Come on. So exactly but what I predicted. That being said, there were around 150 Native American extras that could have been used uh, on the film and indeed were. And still they needed to get white people to play Indians. So, yeah, because hmm. like Smoking Fox was definitely not played by a Native American. It was uh, definitely, I did look. It, her... it was somebody who's like, oh, you're like olive skinned enough to be a Native American. I did it's look like, her no. up because I was curious, and I don't think that she. Yeah, I trying to remember. She looked like she's maybe like sort of um, Latino or like one of the more olive skinned sort of like um, Asian. Oh, no. her, her God, name... what the fuck? Classic Oliver. I don't know what I was trying to. So she pulled a regular Rob Schneider. <laughs> she can be whatever she wants. Let me. Let me yeah, look. Let me she looks like up. island. Some islander maybe. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't get. Uh, I can't remember her name. The woman who plays uh, Miss Voorhees because she's clearly Native American. <laughs> um, Actually, to be fair though. Um, Talking about Disney before, she did look uh, basically like live-action Pocahontas. Her name, right? yeah, yeah, her name is Julia Jones, and she is of Choctaw, Chickasaw, and African American descent. So well, she is actually of Native American color descent. Color me racist. We already did. We do pretty regularly. <laughs> That's something a, a, a racist person wouldn't say. They don't want to be coloured. During his brief <laughs> cameo, Norm MacDonald speaks like oh, yeah. Western actor Slim Pickens. Good name. MacDonald has mentioned in interviews that Pickens is one of the few impressions he's good at, but is hardly ever called for. Well, that's nice. Who's Slim Wait, Pickens, when was, you ask? When was I do ask that. Who is Slim Pickens? Slim Pickens spent the early part of his career as a real cowboy and the latter part playing cowboys. And he is best remembered for a single cowboy image. Uh, that of bomber pilot Major King Kong waving his cowboy hat rodeo style as he rides the <gasps> nuclear bomb onto its target in the great Dr. black Strange comedy Love. Dr. Strangelove yeah. or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Great. That's awesome. That's yeah. Slim Pickens. That's the I, Simpsons I, parody, that exact scene. <laughs> it's also a very famous movie in its own right. Yeah, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who know the Simpsons scene and not Dr. Strangelove still. Yeah. This film premiered on Netflix on December 11, 2015. On January 6, 2016, Netflix announced that the film had been viewed more times in 30 days than any other film in Netflix history, and it also made it to the number one spot in every territory in which Netflix operates. <coughs> Why? Oh, God. Okay, we watched this movie. Personally, guys, this is all the first time we watched this movie, right? Yep. Oh, None yeah. of us had watched it prior to now, and we watched it because we fucking obligated ourselves to do so. Yeah. Why did... Like, I saw a statistic the other day that, like, the average person has watched, like, three, 3. three point something Adam yeah. Sandler movies on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, well, we definitely skew that. But, <laughs> but it's like, but I mean, and a lot of, I saw it on Reddit, a lot of people commenting, like, listing off, okay, it's like, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, Part of Little Nicky, or stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 they but watch part of this. Does it count if you just turn it on, and in the first 10 minutes, you're like, oh, never mind. It is It is the first 10 minutes I, that I really gets you in this movie. I like, don't do that, but that is Ugh. a good point. I think people do just put Netflix on in the background, probably, because there's just so but much I, there available to them, but and I they're not really paying Adam attention. Adam Sandler does have at least 3.4 good movies. Yeah. No, but looking at the trending and most popular things that always come up in Netflix, people are watching way more than just those. See, because I watched... Because I, I was talking to someone last night, and they were saying they oh. just watched. They did. They watched. Yeah, I just recently watched. I watched uh, um, Wedding yes, Singer for the first time. Yes, because they just kept coming up they one after the other. They, they watched like three of them, and then went, "Oh, I need to stop doing this." Yeah. I also had an experience last night where somebody that we were hanging out with was there, one of Morgan's friends around Morgan's age uh, referenced. Benchwarmers, and then was like, "Oh, you know Benchwarmers? Like, Come you on, must guys. have seen." Morgan that. has a, brought this up before. as if this is a classic. Of Morgan, time. and I was just like. 
it, that genu- first of all, genuinely blew my mind. I was like, I've seen that movie. First of all, um, we're not a different generation. You are younger than us, but we're not a different generation. But that is something Morgan slightly, brought up when we, yeah. when we did the Benchwarmers episode. It's apparently one of those. Something else, I do. It's a cultural touch. Something else I just want to mention uh, about yesterday, just because Chris, this will be new because we news to you. Did you know they make flapjack yak? What? Oh, yeah. So you don't get you got lazy yak. Yeah. You got your lazy yak. You got your you got your fat yak. Uh-huh. You got your your wild yak. Oh yeah. Flapjack yak is a maple, maple, maple. ale. It tastes like drinking <gasps> maple syrup. It's great. Yeah. I want to drink flapjack yak. I hope that it's new, so it'll be around in more places. No. Yeah. Uh, so I looked into it. It's apparently it debuted for the. Uh, it's at the Good Beer Festival or Good Beer Show. It is or a something. good beer, so that's fair. Yeah. This year, I don't know when that was, um, and I couldn't find any information about because this was just a bar that had it that we were at. And I we don't should know go to this widely... bar, Chris, because you got to try it. It's dude, so it's, good. It tastes like drinking beer pancakes, which sounds maybe a little weird, but it's <laughs> awesome. And also, but it's basically like beer and um, cream, creamy soda. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, when the so bar's good. always like, I said, because I'm like, oh, I want to, and, and the bartender, she's like, oh, do you want, uh, have you tried it before? I'm like, no, no, no. And she, and she said, oh, do you want to try some first? And I went, it was amazing. I will take a pint of that. Yeah. Case, yes. <laughs> it was and then awesome. I went back to the table. Everyone tried some and then immediately went and bought some themselves. Like, it's so yeah. good. I only one experience. That person who clearly has bad taste, who liked Benchwarmers, tried it and was just didn't care for it. And then I tried his drink and his cocktail was fucking awful. <laughs> he does not have good taste, why are Morgan. You friends Sorry, with, yeah, your friend sucks. Yeah, why are you friends with him? He has such bad taste. Like, Morgan, we're friends with you and he's friends with you. Do we have bad taste? I bet we do. We're doing out of sound podcast. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. You, yeah. You're currently talking about bad taste on... This podcast. You hey, can't. Chris, you got any more trivia? No, but I got some reviews. Cool. Woo! Oh, choose reviews. I'm the true part, and this is the review part. This was tricky because this isn't available on Amazon, so I had to of go course. other places to get my reviews, but I got them, which means it was... A bit trickier to do a deep dive. This thing, thing I want to do after we finish this as well, that it's related, but continue. Everyone, can everyone please bring up, while Chris does this, bring up your Netflix account and go to this movie on Netflix? Yep. Okay. And then Chris, go with the... This one's from Gary M. I viewed the movie as a parody to blading, blazing, uh, like Blazing Saddles. I enjoyed it and got some good laughs. Are you going to say Blade Runner? <laughs> blading Bladder. <laughs> and better yet, I didn't have to spend $20 to watch it in a movie theatre. Five stars. Okay. I feel like you guys aren't listening because you're going I'm to sorry. Netflix. Yeah, no, we were. We are. It just doesn't, it absolutely doesn't oh, look like doesn't we are. Because Luke just asked sorry. us to no, what look I was away. To do, what I was trying to do was uh, I wanted to know the percentage that it said, like, like is it, oh, you know, it says, like, recommended percentage based on what else you've watched or sure. whatever. I wanted to know what you guys had. It won't come up on um my... Like app of it on, on my app, but like I think it was something. It was like ninety something because it's high. Yeah, because my Netflix profile is fucked from all the Adam Sandler yeah, movies I've mine watched. Mine gives me Ugh. terrible suggestions, and also the fact that Dad would log in, I think, under my profile for a while. And oh, watch did some you know, real <laughs> bullshit? Did you know you can do separate profiles and stand now? Oh, awesome! Yes, which will because Dad, old Dad, watches crazy stuff. We we yeah. all use the same stand profile. Watch, he watches some real fucked shit. Yes, yes, he does. But now you can do separate ones, so that's nice. <laughs> it doesn't quite fuck it as much. This next review is from Robert. Hey, I have seen this movie and I have three words. Not very good. Fan-fucking-tastic. I never thought an Adam Sandler would make such a great, great, (laughs) great film. I mean, it was so different from his last 20 films, except this time it has cowboys. No, but seriously, I loathe this movie one star. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he got me. He He got got me. me. I I started to be like, I was like, oh, I think he's he's pulling his shenanigans on me. (laughs) Nah, he did. He he fucking got me. Yeah. He got me. I I like that. I normally, normally we would say no joke reviews, but good job. That was good. Uh, this next one is by I think Chase. Chris's delivery is largely to be credited there too. <laughs> this next one is by Chase M. 
Come on, this is hilarious. Wait, is this Chase McCain from Lego City Undercover? Ooh. Yeah, I bet it is. Continue. <laughs> Come on, this is hilarious. It's meant to be dumb, and that's the whole point. That's what makes it so funny. Five stars. Oh, disagree. Okay. And uh, I was going to play Legacy Undercover. No dice, Chase McCain. One final review for his name. His name is Chase McCain. It absolutely is. I had this conversation with Emmett recently where he thought it was something else. And I was like, no, gonna... I have more detailed knowledge of Lego City Undercover. I'm gonna... I have that game. I'm going to look it up. Uh, so there's one last review from Jason M. <clears throat> Custard should take revenge upon this movie. Half star. Wait, not Custer. What? Custard. <laughs> Guys, did they did they release a version of Custer's Revenge with David Spade's face? Fuck, it on is General, Chase McCain. On, on, My apologies. On, on General Custer, um, this movie. Do you guys know about Custer's Revenge? Yes, we don't uh, need, vaguely. I don't know that we need to talk about it. I don't know it. that we do need to talk about Custer's Revenge. Chris is looking at me like he definitely doesn't know what it is because he would be giving me a way more stinky looking face. I don't know. Uh, this has been Choose Reviews. Uh, fuck off. No more of Moonshine for you. Uh, I guess we'll do... MVP, yay! Derivative. Yeah, it's been done, Morgan. What do you guys get? Your own style of thing. You guys want to guess? Um, Um, I have two guesses. Go on. Either it should it should be Herm, but it's probably Vanilla Ice's Mark Twain or Taylor Lautner. Maybe or Terry Crews. Terry Crews' dick. I Terry Crews' dick. I think Morgan skews towards lower on screen time. He likes the cameos. Cameos. So like, seriously, if it's not Mark put Twain, us out of, you're, you're, you're losing it. If it's Mark put us Twain, out of our misery, Morgan. Um, it, it, I was thinking about Terry Crews for a while, but I'm, I'm a fucking sucker for Vanilla Ice, man. Yeah, yeah boy. I really, I really am a sucker for him. You're like man. sucking on that ice. Pulling shape. Cold ice mouth. Baby. Ooh. Nah, you guys are wrong. It was Herm. But anyway. Hey, Oliver. <laughs> Uh, I cannot do my segment this week. There does not appear to be a children in mind um, review for this. I don't movie. know if I'm happy <laughs> about lo- that or disappointed. I would love for there to be one. I could not find it. Could the you, owners could of you, the, the, the owner operators got a backlog of children of movies in mind to review. definitely yeah. don't have a Netflix account. Oh yeah, no, they are like I don't think they're very on the ball in terms of new releases. I think they'll just get there when they do. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to know how they pick which movies they're going to do each week. I mean, the, the idea is that they'll do all of them. Yeah, but they don't seem to be great at doing that. <laughs> I don't know how often it's up to. I mean, new release movies in cinemas they probably do. It's been very spotty this, lately. The way, so... I mean, the way this movie was released may not have been on their radar because they are almost definitely middle. Aged Christian people, uh, yep. white Christians in middle America, who don't really, who probably don't really know much about Netflix Wait, or the internet. Beyond. It's TV, but on the internet. <clears throat> based on based on the layout of their website, I would say that they're not very familiar with the internet in general. Yep. What's a podcast? We're radio on the internet. Sure. Do you reckon they have a children Niche in mind radio. podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's kids in mind. I keep saying children in mind. It's kids. kids in mind. Emmett is very particular that we call yes. it kids in mind. Um, yeah, well, shut up, Emmett. You didn't even know it's Chase McCain. Neither did I. <laughs> Can we stop talking about that? It's a very specific thing that <laughs> you guys are discussing. It's a good game. It's good, yeah. I think it's on Switch now, actually. Yeah. I should get it again. <laughs> what are we watching next week? <laughs> the do-over. Next week, we are going to overdo the do-over. Yay. Yeah, cool. Um, what do we think it's about? 
I think uh, I th- I'm pretty sure I know with this one. Yeah, I think I'm it's they fake their own death. death. I don't know why. They fake their own David death Spade and Adam Sandler fake their own death. I'm pretty sure. And is David Spade reason. the one who's mainly whose idea it was? Or was no, it I think no, no, he's no. the one that gets dragged along. Yeah, yeah, he gets dragged along. I think they were friends, but they're not really friends anymore. And then he, Adam just kind of like so does it's, it it's, for him. Then it's, they he's like, you, you, faked, you faked our death. So so they can move to Morocco and finally be together. I figured it out. No. Uh, so they can move to Mexico with one of the characters' mum. So in the last scene, she can look at the camera and make a weird face because she's stoned. <laughs> Guys, it's basically a twist on Bulletproof. Like it sounds a lot like Bulletproof. Oh, I had no idea. What Which you were is a about. real callback. At I this forgot point. that. Was I had a no idea what you were talking about because fucking... I didn't watch no, that movie. That's a, yeah, no shit. You guys don't remember Bulletproof? Dead by Dunn? Yeah. No, that's a real fucking callback though. That's like episode six, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be interested to see David Spade as the straight man. I guess that seems like a weird. Yeah, a I definitely thought thing. he was gay. <laughs> I mean, he wears dresses sometimes. Come on, he does he's got a, lovely hair. He does spend a lot of time convincing you that he loves having sex with women, like more than a person should. In a lot of stuff that he's in. <laughs> I actually don't know. I've right. never thought about whether David we're done with this. straight okay. I, I don't care. We're done with this, right? I have to go to work soon. Yeah, I want to go home and go to bed. No, you gotta go shopping first, Luke. What are you going shopping for, Luke? Just groceries. Nice. Let's do it. Let's do a segment of Luke's shopping bag. Do you want me to read out my shopping <laughs> Seriously, list? Seriously, guys, I need to go. <laughs> no, I have, let's I, read out my shopping list, Hang guys. on. Before you read your shopping list, I have uh, one question uh, of, of a segment that I like to do periodically. Hey, Luke, when the fuck are you watching Minions? 